After years of wedded bliss, Nick couldn't take it any longer. Melissa, through no fault of her own, had grown up in a home without cable TV or a VCR. If that last sentence confused you, Google it. This had resulted in her having very little pop culture movie knowledge. In order to right this injustice, the duo will watch and discuss movie after movie until Melissa has caught up with the zeitgeist of her generation. Welcome to their journey. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> How are you? I'm really interested in what you're about to tell me. What am I about to tell you? The movie that we're watching. Why are you so interested in the movie that we're about to watch? Because I don't know what it is. What are you looking at? The viewer, the audience, the viewers, the audience can't hear what you're looking at. What are you looking at right now? I'm looking at the bag. What bag? That the movie's in. Okay. And I can't see through the bag. Uh-huh. And this is the same bag that I picked it up at the librarian. Yes. And I asked the librarian to please check it out for me and put it in this bag <laughs> so I don't see what I'm checking out. <laughs> and then I didn't peek at it the whole way home. Yeah. And now I'm ready. I'd like to know, please. That is very, uh, I'm very proud of you for your restraint and for your willingness to be in awkward situations in public. So I was really hoping it would fall off the seat in the car and just happen to open up so that I could see it. All right. You ready? Here you go. The Lost Boys. (laughs) Is this the vampire movie I've been waiting for? Have you ever heard of this film? I've heard of this film. Okay. I'm not showing you any more else because I don't want to ruin anything with any of your impressions. So you've already seen, I'm sure you've seen that poster somewhere, right? Maybe. You've never seen a poster for The Lost Boys? Nothing? No. Sorry, I'm just shocked. I'm mainly shocked because I was sitting with you in (laughs) Ballroom 20 in San Diego when The Lost Boys, The Lost Tribe uh, world premiered and one of the actors was there and we watched it. So that's why I'm surprised. Right Entrapment. Now. It's I'm just you were there. I was there. We I... were at Comic-Con. We saw the world premiere of one of the sequel, sequel, sequels, I think. I don't remember which it was. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, okay. I forgot about that. Well, they didn't have the post. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, okay. So you'd never heard of this film. Obviously. Entrapment. That's not entrapment. That's honesty. You've never seen the poster and then you, you don't even know if they had a poster. They may not have even had the poster there. I'm just shocked because, I mean, going through all the countless movie stores throughout the years of growing up, I would see this poster everywhere. It's pretty iconic, I think. Hmm. Uh, you know, we'll let the world be the judge and you, I guess, after your memory kicks in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you've never heard of this film. Correct. I have heard of this film. Oh, okay. So how much do you know about it? Uh, not much. Oh. I think I saw some like 80s stars on the, you know, cover of the DVD just now. Yeah, that, that was kind of cheating. I know. I was The story with picking it up was too great to not reveal the whole DVD to you. So. Okay, you remember how I said when we were watching Point Break yes. that I had this vision, yes. or this memory of like seeing a movie that was dark? yes. There was vampires. Yes. And I thought I was layering it with another movie. I wonder if I'm layering it with this movie. It could be. It could be. And there, you also, I think you said water too, but yeah. It, this When you were explaining it, I was just going, she's totally explaining the last ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Vampires? We'll have, we'll have to see. I don't know. 
Are you asking me or are you telling me? I'm what do you I'm think? I'm asking. I, I think this might be a vampire movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to figure that out together when we watch it in just a few moments. Uh so you wanna guess when it was made ish? Oh, um sure. Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty? No, I'm still thinking. Oh, okay, um, okay. Still formulating my time answer. Yeah, sure. No. Take your time. 82, 1982. 82. Okay. That's, that's a, that's a guess. <laughs> that is a guess. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. So how are you feeling? You're about to watch it finally after waiting all week and your whole life, but you didn't know you were waiting your whole life to see this, but how are you feeling? Um, I think there's like a guy that was in Goonies that's in the Lost Boys. Maybe. You think there was a guy? How would you even <laughs> know actor? that? If you didn't even know anything about the movie, is it just like a sixth sense you have or when you saw the cover just now? Just now. Oh, or maybe, okay. I don't know. That's just what I think. I think there's like maybe an actor from the Goonies. An actor from the Goonies. Okay. That's also in the Lost Boys. There's someone in the Lost Boys that I know. I know it. Okay. Um, I'm, I know the answer to that question, uh, but you'll find out for yourself in the lovely way you do when you get to see it splashed on the screen. I'm excited. You asked me how I'm feeling. I'm excited you're, to watch The excited. Lost Boys. Great. I'm excited to watch The Lost Boys because I love this movie. This is, I'm excited for you to see this movie. Oh, cool. And I think it's a great like kickoff to like the Halloween season. And I think you're going to, I don't well, I don't want to load it, but I think you will enjoy it. Um, so. Last question, then we can go watch it. What word or two? I know you don't like to be limited in your vocabulary of these things, but what would you use to capture your impression of this one? What do you think? What are you giving me? Like if you were like uh, Madame Melissa and you had your crystal ball in front of you and I was like, what do you see with the Lost Boys? What do you, what do you, what would you tell me? Vampires in the woods. <laughs> okay you sound like you're in a perfume no i don't know i don't know what that voice was it was some kind of commercial i'm not sure essence of vampires in the woods something anyway okay well let's go check it out okay so so what what did you think? Lost Boys. Yeah. What? <laughs> I almost said just now more like Wonder Boys. <laughs> I don't know why. I almost started singing like Bob Dylan in response to that. <laughs> it was good. Yeah? Yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. Oh, before we go too deep in how you felt about it, could you give us a quick summary of the film? A Melissa summary. A Melissa summary. Okay. Um... That's fun to say, by the way. A <laughs> Melissa summary. Because of a divorce, two boys, Michael and Sam, move with their mom to a lively... (laughs) To a lively? Lively seaside town. (laughs) Okay. Um, Lively, air quotes. (laughs) The the town is, you know, on the coast, and there's Mm -hmm. like a (laughs) roller coaster Uh carnival vibe happening. Okay. And Michael is the older brother. And okay. one night, they've just gotten to town. <laughs> they go to a concert. That's my favorite part. <laughs> with a 
glistening saxophone yes. player. He's fully baby oiled up. Oh, that's so great. I still believe, by the way. Used to, yeah. That's the song he sings. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the older brother, um, his eye falls on this girl who's very attractive to him. That's shocking. A teenager would He's do that. He's paying no attention to the saxophone player. How could you not pay attention <laughs> to him? Chain necklace and everything. Uh, okay. Pelvic move. <laughs> saxophone player. That's, that's, yeah. He is only eye, has eyes for this girl. I wonder if it's Epic Sax Guy's dad. You know, from the Eurovision epic sax guy. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. I wondered if there was a connection there. Mm. Maybe inspiration. Could be. So the girl, it turns out, as he follows her through the crowd with his younger brother in tow, Uh um, is hooked up with this kind of punky crowd of boys. Okay. And they seem to be the troublemakers of town. Would you say they were lost boys? <laughs> Certainly. Certainly. Okay. All right. Um, yep. So the older brother kind of gets sucked into their group uh-huh. and unknowingly becomes like them. Punky? Punky and vampire. Oh, okay. He drinks a mysterious bottle, things start changing, and it's not puberty. Oh, I was gonna say, oh man, you and head me off with that. <laughs> and uh, his younger brother sees what's happening and is, you know, trying to first of all save himself from being mm-hmm. like drained of blood, and then also, mm. you know, he's trying to like help his brother. So things move on from there. Okay. They're also trying to adjust to this new life in this new town with their mom and their grandpa, who is a taxidermist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the record. That's not someone who balances, uh, you know, who who files taxes, if you don't know what that word means. <laughs> someone who takes dead animals and makes them look uh, alive again. Air quotes again. Anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's my summary of wow. The Lost Boys. Wow. I like how you started with, it all starts with a divorce. <laughs> like much of the 80s, divorce has re- sown havoc on this family. Wow. Okay. So that was a good summary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how how do you feel now that you've watched this film? It's again, it's a piece of a puzzle that mm-hmm. I never knew I needed. Really? That was missing. Yes. Like, I never really... Where am I going with this? I'm so intrigued because it's the exact opposite of what you said last week with Top Secret. <laughs> Top Secret, you said, it's a puzzle I never need, piece I never <laughs> needed. So this one is one that you did need. So please continue. Right? Like I, like you saw it when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've heard of the Corys, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I never really knew. Was this your first Cory film? No, because I knew the one Cory, Cory Feldman was yeah. in Goonies. yes. But then Corey Haim. Yes. I didn't really know. I didn't know he was the other Corey until I was like reading, you know, I saw the names in the credits and I was like, oh, the two Corys, that's what people talk about. So that's, you just answered my question in a way of not answering my question. Mm-hmm. That was your first Corey's film, the Corey's film. I think a so. A movie with both Corey's. Yeah. Did they do more than one? Oh, you're going to see some too. So don't worry. Oh, yes. Okay. Of okay. course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I mean. Like, I was like, oh, this is what I've heard people talking about. Yeah. The Corys. The Corys. I'm watching one, mm-hmm. two. <laughs> I know. 
So, wow. Okay. I mean, if memory serves, I'm pretty sure The Lost Boys, at least from my money, is the best Corey's film. I mean, the outfits that Corey Haim has in this movie are just, wow. Yeah. I, I particularly liked how you were coveting them quite heavily some of the time, <laughs> which is just hilarious. He was like, like every episode of Saved by the Bell was like thrown onto him oh, in, yeah. his, in his wardrobe. I'm, I, I don't remember the timeline for Saved by the Bell. This may have been before Saved by the Bell, but I, I don't quote me on that for the record. Oh, I'm this, quoting you. This was, by the way, you thought it was... 1982 is when it was made. Yeah. Because you think everything is made in 1982. <laughs> I do. Um, but this one was 1987 on July 31st, 1987. What? Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. day after my birthday. Uh-huh. 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 Cool. Okay. So. Um, Wait, one more thing about the clothes. Oh, please. Haim. Yes. He was wearing a shirt in one, one part, one mm-hmm. scene, <laughs> a red shirt, and it said in white letters, Born to shop. <laughs> <laughs> His mama totally bought that one for him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the amount of different wardrobes he had, maybe he did like to shop. I don't know. True. Maybe. I don't know. His Rob Lowe poster was my favorite part of his room, too. <laughs> that was so 80s. Wow. What was... movie was that from? I have no idea. Rob Lowe was like a bad boy in the 80s. Oh. He was like, yeah. Uh, I don't remember... They, there were the Brat Pack. That's He was a member of the Brat Pack instead of, you know, the Rat Pack from the 60s and yeah. 70s. Yeah, okay. It was this group of young actors in the 80s, Brat Pack. Demi Moore was also part of the Brat Pack. Yeah. Oh. They did a whole bunch of different movies. Anyway, not digressing. We're on The Lost Boys. Uh, so it sounds like you're glad you saw it and not sad. Is that true? Totally glad I saw it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, what would you What would you rate it? Um, hmm. It's like, where does it fall in your lexicon of, hmm, if you, you know, you know your shtick and your deal. Uh, this is definitely a fun to see movie. Oh. Watch it with anyone. Okay. Watch it with grandma. Watch <laughs> it with the kids. <laughs> as long as grandma's a taxidermist. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? This movie was fun. I would like definitely watch this one again. So. This is, this has rewatchable. Uh. Mm. power as well wow okay watch it with the kids you maybe want to set a minimum threshold or a maximum threshold <laughs> yeah. on that i mean at your, at your discretion at your discretion that's true i have seen uh i've seen different kinds of people at different uh movie marathons with different ages of children so wow okay so what was your favorite part of the movie favorite part of the movie hmm. there's a twist that i won't give away mm, mm-hmm but I enjoyed the twist. It was good. Yeah. Because it was a, a double twist, kind of. Double twist. Fake you out about it. Yeah, okay. So you start to doubt yourself. You're like, oh, maybe that's not it. So that was your favorite part? I liked that. Okay, um, okay. Favorite part? Mm-hmm. The scene where it's kind of the initiation for... Um, for Michael? For Michael. Okay. Um they're like kind of egging him on and he's already drank this bottle from this bottle mm-hmm. that's like turning him into one of them. Mm-hmm. And so, but he doesn't realize it. Right. And they're, they go to this bridge where there's a, the, mm-hmm. there's going to be a train coming over, but he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. And they just drop down and there's like this mist yeah, underneath was, them. Yeah. That was really spooky and cool. 
Yeah, I remember being really <laughs> creeped out by that when I was a kid. Really? Just the idea of it, like, A, it, like, the whole scene, like, brought to mind for me Stand By Me, which is probably a movie you've never seen either. Also haven't seen that. Oh, man, so many. Okay, uh, Stand By Me, it, it, it's a, there's a group of young boys who are going along at train tracks. Uh, but just, like, I, it, it just, it's very visceral of when you were a kid and you would get on a train track, you feel this like energy when you're on them. Like it's, it's really weird, especially when you're little, they feel, you just know there's this power that like runs over them. So like that part of the movie, that like energy of that and the danger of being on them, plus having it be like the middle of the night and then they jump into, and they're hanging underneath and the train goes over. It just, that totally like blew my mind when I was a kid. Mm. Absolutely. I also liked, the Frog Brothers, because they were just so over the top <laughs> and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Feldman had like a Batman voice. He kept on. talking like this. Yeah, he's talking like this the whole time. I don't think you understand. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Kind of like my intro recording voice. Yeah. I also really liked the mom. She's oh, yeah. been in a lot of other movies. Apparently, I but I couldn't remember any of them. <laughs> But yes. But she's so, like, she has such a sweet voice Mm -hmm. and, like, demeanor and a joyful, like, she's just really cool. Yeah. She's a cool person during the movie. So I liked her. Um, Other favorite parts besides the saxophone player? I was going to say that's probably one of the most memorable parts of the film. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're hitting a lot of the good parts. Yeah. There's also a sequence where they're like kind of shoring up the house to defend it. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's classic, like getting ready to defend yeah. mode. I yeah. I enjoyed that too. That's I, good. I literally have the montage of music like in my head as you're as you're saying that. I can mm-hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. They had very light montages in this film. You mm-hmm. thought you were gonna be in for like a full on eighties montage. But then it would kind of pull back. Like, they were kind of quicker montages. Yeah. There was also a part where, in the beginning, you mentioned that you liked that mm-hmm. the brothers, Michael and Sam, mm-hmm. yeah. they were, you know, checking out their new house, living with Grandpa, mm-hmm. found the taxidermy room. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, Sam just kind of nudges his brother with his head. Yeah. And just that kind of, like, little touch was cool. Yeah. That. They were, like... Uh, I think uh, during the movie when we watched it, you, I think you said it was campy. And I stopped and I stared at you. And I said, oh, you don't know campy yet. This is like high class film compared to some of the camp that you have <laughs> in cinema history. Uh, the, in, the, in the early part of the movies, there was some camp. There was some. There's some. Where they're making the town. So the brothers are coming into the town. Mm-hmm. They're new. Mm-hmm. And the, there's a sign that says, like, welcome to... What was the name of the town? Santa Clara, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like they they, they drive past the billboard, on, and on the back of the billboard, it says "Murder Capital of the World." Oh, okay. And then they start like trying to make the town seem creepy. Mm-hmm. That sequence was kind of over the top. They even like huh. they were showing like all these missing kids posters and uh-huh. music, and like it looked like everyone who lived in this town was a punk a punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. Punk. yeah mm-hmm. With like, like total delinquent. And they even like zoomed in on this baby in a stroller with a scowl on its face. Like everything was like, <laughs> like a totally creepy, 
and doomsday-ish. For the record, yeah. the baby was a completely normal-looking baby. It didn't have, like, a nose piercing I know, and a mohawk. This is, I'm just trying to say it was campy yeah. in that moment. Because... Okay. I think this might be a misunderstanding of the usage of campy. Oh, okay. It, just from my, like, <laughs> for me, campy is uh, poor production value. You could, like, see the strings for the monster, like, people overacting. That's campy to me. So, Okay. I think I understand more what you're saying. Like, they were definitely pushing really hard on trying to establish, like, yes. you know, the scene in that. That was literally, like, what you just described. I think that scene was maybe a minute and a half. But okay, we get it. Yeah. And yeah. the baby, too. Okay, everyone here yeah. is well, weird. I also think, too, like, this movie, a lot of movies that take place in California, especially, like, in the 80s, like, there was, like, just culturally, you would see seeing what you saw in that would be like someone in the Midwest would be like, whoa, that is so <laughs> it's like aliens. It's so crazy. Like, but they, you know, people are like they knew these people existed, but they're like these exotic creatures that they may not see in their everyday life. You know what I mean? So it's like when we saw Venice Beach for the first time. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> actually, a lot like that. So it's just uh, I think it's just ground. I'm guessing Joel Schumacher, who's the director, was just grounding in that, trying to evoke that weird vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway. It was evoked. It was definitely evoked. <laughs> um, also, too, Joel Schumacher, he made the campiest, debatably, campiest Batman movie later, Batman Forever, which is where it, like, it was, it, that one was starting to tiptoe into the camp, and then the one after that was super campy. So it's it's kind of ironic, you're like, Oh, this this is campy because he went on to campify Batman. Anyway, I'm digressing again. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to the Lost Boys. So, do you think the film holds up well? Hmm. I do. Uh, I do. <laughs> that was a big hesitation. I think like the storyline and the the characters hold mm -hmm. up well. But it's so 80s, like fashion wise, like you're just in it and you, you can't shake that. That's just mm. so. Yeah, I do, because I like the 80s and it's fun to see. Um, yeah, we haven't mentioned Keeper Sutherland yet. No, we haven't. No. I feel what? like we should bring him up because he's in this movie. His what? him being a vampire. Yes. Spoilers, but OK. I already said. I know. I'm just vampire. kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, him being a vampire, mm -hmm. he was the like the chubbiest cheeked vampire <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's because he had the blood in the pouches in his cheeks, like chipmunks. You know, he just stuffs the blood in there and that's just sits. It. That's it. Yeah, that's why. Okay, Kiefer. Oh, poor Kiefer. You know, he just has help. He has healthy cheeks. I know. No, I'm not. I'm just pointing it out. I'm not. Saying it's yeah, that's good or good, bad. Well, I mean, what do you think of when you think of vampires? What is your experience with seeing vampires in cinema or TV or whatever? Um, Blade. Okay. That's like one of the first things that comes to mind for me. Interesting. Okay. I love those movies. Me too. I was wondering if you were going to evoke the most controversial of all vampire franchises. I never read those books. Yeah. They were like super popular when I was, mm -hmm. yeah, working um, at this place that everyone talked about it and everyone read them, but I never read them. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we watched the movie out of odd curiosity. Who's the, we did. Who's the we? You and I. You and we I. We did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. Because we were like, what yeah. is this all about? Like, why are people... Yeah, and I was kind of like, I mean, it has vampires, so it can't be horrible, right? So we watched it. So we watched it. And then he sparkled. And <laughs> and then I was done. I was done. Um. Wow. Okay, so... Holds up well. Holds up well. All right. I think it holds up great. I mean, like, my personal philosophy on movies is they're a time capsule. And if they capture the time in which they were created, like, that's a good thing. I see that as like a super, it's the closest thing we have right now to time travel. You know, you can just go back and be immersed in in a time and a place. And even if it's not completely accurate, it's still created by the people who lived in that time and that place, you know? So truth and the fiction and all that stuff. So, And you go back into this time capsule and in the time capsule is a good movie. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> the effects also hold up pretty well too. Yeah. They were really smart about what they didn't show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why. Yeah. Oh, holds up really well. that's yeah. Classic. Like you got to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. I'm trying to think of the last time I saw this movie. And I, I couldn't... I guarantee you I probably saw it on TBS, like cable TV in the 90s. Um, but I probably have seen it within the past 10 years. I'm sure. I'm sure. But it, it, it's just... it. I'm always entertained when I watch it. I think it has pretty decent, if not good acting in it. So, yeah, it's a nice, solid film. Do you know how I thought that I was like layer, like I had seen part of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only saw the first like five seconds. I don't know how or why, why I stopped watching it, but <laughs> I saw the first five seconds uh-huh. and that was it. Was it like motion sickness? I can't take crane shots and you just turn <laughs> the movie off or I left? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, answers. You, do you remember what your impressions were of the film? vampires in the woods yes i should have said vampires like on the roller coaster or at the carnival you should have <laughs> you were uh i was pretty uh happy for you when there was a wood scene so you could actually be accurate yes so, me too yeah totally. yes yeah. that was definitely a win for you i was happy when there was like Corey feldman because i mm-hmm. you know i'm watching the credits and we're watching the movie and i'm thinking i thought there was someone from glees in this i thought i thought mm-hmm. but where is he mm-hmm yeah. Uh, how many times did you ask me in the movie if Corey Feldman was in Goonies? <laughs> but like three times. Three times? No, me. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No. Uh, I'd like to see you dredge through the cinema information that's at the bottom of your brain pan. It's it's quite amusing <laughs> for me. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, all right. So what, if any, messages do you think were in this film? <laughs> I mean, I think there's some based on how you described it, but... Go Born ahead. to shop. <laughs> Consumerism kills. Oh, you need a real answer now? Oh, if you have one, I mean... <laughs> Messages. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a, you know, finding your place sort of movie. Oh, okay. And like the... The, the bond between the brothers, mm-hmm. like is is what saves him like you know they keep fighting for each other yeah and um they keep having to like trust each other 
mm-hmm. um, even when it's hard or scary. Yeah. And so I think that I liked that part of the movie, and that's probably, yeah, my takeaway. Mm. I mean, like you said, it starts with like a broken family, you know, mm-hmm. like they're in this position where their family is breaking and that's kind of cool. I like that too. That's nice. Aww. I think the message is comic books save you <laughs> because we didn't mention this at all, but comic books played a very prevalent role in this movie. They did. They were used as like, uh, first of all, showing street cred when the Corys met each other. You know, he like bragged about which Batman he had when there was only four copies in existence and he had one or something. I'm always looking for the other three. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And then they used the comics to like actually educate him about vampires. As a comic book nerd, that part was very resonant with me. So, um, wow. And as with every vampire movie, Mm -hmm. be careful who you invite in. You definitely like that was the interesting thing about this one because i've seen a lot of vampire movies and the interesting one about this one was no i don't want to spoil anything they just they they play with some of the lore in a way that i don't recall in a lot of other films Mm -hmm. like they talked the dogs played an interesting role in how they were utilized which was interesting you know what was it called hound of the hounds of hell or hell hound or something like that yeah that was interesting um, and just the playing with the invitations thing was too. And a lot of like hallucinogenics, which I feel like that was probably because of the 80s. Like all the drugs that the drug, the war on drugs was like in full force and stuff. I feel like they were like leaning into that to like mm-hmm. work that angle. But anyway, who knows? It makes me think of Let the Right One In. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. remember that movie? That one was really good. That was all about who you invited. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, you're right about, yeah, the lore was different. It almost, it doesn't really feel like a vampire movie because they don't really touch on it very much except with the Frog Brothers in the Mm -hmm. comic shop. Yeah. So it's like... Just like a straight up monster movie? No, it's more more like a family movie. Family movie? (laughs) It's a family movie? (laughs) It is about like dysfunctional families. Yeah, like... The vampires are a dysfunctional family, and then there's the human dysfunctional family. It feels less like a vampire movie than most vampire movies. No, nope. literally, like no one in the movie gets like bitten on the neck. Yeah, like almost, but it doesn't happen. Like, which I you never see that in a vampire movie, right? It was more just they were wild and they just ate people. Like you don't see it though. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also interesting. Did seeing that jog your mind at all to when we saw Corey Feldman at Comic-Con for the (laughs) world premiere of The Lost Boys, whatever it was. I I forgot to look it up. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, Only a little. Only a little? (laughs) I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, I remember remember vaguely. I have the worst memory. You do not have the worst memory. I have a bad memory. You do not have the best memory. Let's frame it like that. So, yeah, I do I do remember being excited to see Corey Feldman at Comic-Con, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you what it was for. Oh, okay. Because you literally were just thinking, that's the guy from Goonies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and he was wearing something kind of 
he was probably he's probably wearing his red like headband because that's like what his character wears. Okay. I'm guessing. I, I don't remember. Well, he can really rock a headband. He I mean, I, I thought it was very impressive that he was able to like keep his hair to the volume it was while he was wearing that headband. <laughs> that part was pretty impressive. Corey hair. Corey Hames hair, that's mm-hmm. fun to say, was was very feathered and hairsprayed. It was absolutely it, uh, the volume again, full eighties. It's yeah. the tribe, by the way. Uh, Lost Boys, the tribe. That's what we saw. Two thousand eight world premiere, San Diego Comic Con. And you did <laughs> not enjoy it at all. Oh, and it even had a Sutherland in it, if I remember correctly. It was Kiefer's like younger brother or something was a vampire in it. I think. Wow. Yeah. And you were really not enjoying it, and we ended up leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't care. It's fine. It was definitely not as good as The Lost Boys. No, The Lost Boys was great. I would Ooh. I would recommend seeing that. Wow. Great. Well, you were nervous about me picking Halloween movies. Yeah. You were very nervous. I will say, so when I went to pick it up at the library, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my friend was with me, and she peeked in the bag mm-hmm. to see what movie we were watching. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her face, and I couldn't tell. And she just smiled, and she said, you're going to enjoy this. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. So do you have any questions for me first off before I keep going? What was your favorite part? Did we cover that? Uh, I mean, my favorite part was obviously the sax guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite part of that movie is... Uh, it's probably just the Frog Brothers. I uh, Just as a kid watching it. The, the idea of like these like kids who are approximately my age being able to kill vampires and like fight them and stuff was really cool. So like the scene where they go and they take out Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, it was totally bogus for him, but it was excellent <laughs> for the audience. Um, that was cool because the Frog Brothers do that. And then when they take the holy water and they yes. like put it in their squirt gun, their Uzi squirt guns that look like real Uzis because it was the 80s and you could make fake guns that looked like real guns. Um, that was all. I just nerded out on that. I liked that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as an adult, um, my f- <laughs> the the parts that are funniest to me are like just the obsession of Michael with the girl. Like, it's just so funny. Like, he goes and buys a leather jacket and he's all intense and it's, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. It's like he's a brooding vampire. It, the whole allegory is like, Teenagers are vampires. They're broody. <laughs> they change. They become other animals and monsters, which is common in a lot of monster movies. You know, it's not new, but it, it was very on like it, you could sense it in this movie. Even in the conversations all the adults had about teenagers and kids and stuff, all of it fits in with that too. Anywho, those are my favorite parts. I also really liked the house that they moved into. Oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. The grandpa's house. That place was amazing. Yeah. The lodge. Yeah, it was it was it was it was really cool. And he lived like in the middle of nowhere, too, which is also really neat. In the woods. In the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the grandpa's awesome in that movie. All right. So if you could have any 80s hairstyle, what would it be? Oh, um, does it have to be from this movie? Um, yeah, just for fun. Okay. 
I have to pick between the girl. You could pick anybody's hair. They literally showed every kind of punk and crazy hairstyle in that one sequence that you hated. <laughs> so, or disliked. Yeah. I want the baby's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a mullet. If I remember yeah, right. I don't want the mullet. Um, yeah, probably the mom's hair. The mom's it's really hair? cute and short. Oh, it was the pixie cut. I know. Yeah. You're picking the mom's hair out of all the radical hair that you saw? Well, I guess my other choice would be some sort of like a half shaved mohawk sort of thing. Oh, okay. I could, uh, I could see that. You might? Yeah. Well, all right. Hmm. Yeah. You, did you have a hairstyle you would like want to try out? I would probably want Bill's haircut. <laughs> Do you remember his hair? Was it the tight curls? Yes. It was like he had... Cascade of curls. Yeah. He had kind of like a curl afro on the top and it was short. It was like a super mullet. It was like a curl afro (laughs) on the top and then it had like super long ringlets like going to like, I want to say lower than mid back. And I would try that just because it would look horrendous. And uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that would, that would be, it would be something. Your hair is so curly that you're close to achieving this. Could I do that? You You might be able to. Wow. Okay. I think I'm going to ask for a curling kit for Christmas. Curling kit? I don't know. I'm trying to think of how I'd get tight curls. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well, any uh, parting thoughts or anything else you want to add for the Lost Boys? We're good. We're good. Go watch it. Have fun. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Are you excited for next week's Halloween movie? Uh, Yes. Oh, still scared. OK, cool. Are you going to like get increasingly scarier with each I, week? I don't know. We're going to see, I guess. Okay. I, you know, I, I know how to make a playlist, the mixtape, choose your metaphor for whatever it is you want to do. If I did the same thing every time, it'd be boring. So I got to mix it up a bit. OK, well, we'll see. So, yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Just scope in your civilian wardrobe. Pretty cool, huh? For a fashion victim. Listen, buddy, if you're looking for the Diet Frozen Yogurt Bar, went out of business last summer. Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14. That's a very serious book, man. Only five in existence. Four, actually. I'm always looking out for the other three. Where the hell are you from? Krypton? Phoenix, actually. But lucky me, we moved here.